What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Iron Money Podcast. This is your host, Donnie Tudal, and today we're going to talk about my favorite things that help me recover. Now, yes, there are the general things that like everyone kind of needs to do on a consistent basis, and that's you know, training smartly, training for your goals correctly, eating enough, hydrating enough, resting enough, paying attention to your central nervous system, all that good stuff. But those are daily habits that you should have in place regardless if you're serious about your training. If you are not serious about your training, you're going to go overtrain. You're not going to eat correctly. You're not going to rest correctly. You're not going to hydrate. You're not going to take care of yourself and put you yourself in the best you know situation to succeed. But if you are serious about it and you actually want to really improve, you will rest. You will eat. You will hydrate. You will train smart. Those type of things are very... That's just, you know, really it's common sense for most higher level athletes. Now, you know, in addition to that, some things that I do on a pretty consistent basis, just to kind of keep things on track. Um, I go to my chiropractor, um, Dr. Reed Doyle, Monarch Chiropractic. This dude is phenomenal. Not only is he extremely gifted in what he does as a, as a, you know, chiropractor, but dude was a college football player. Uh, he's married to a uh, retired professional cheerleader. These guys have been around the block and done a lot of physical things. So they really are very realistic with someone like me and my clients in the gym. Knowing that you're going to have aches and pains, you're going to be able to um, work through them and get adjusted and like still, for the most part, be able to stay on track with what you're training towards and you don't have to throw everything away and like, you know, take 12 weeks off type of thing. So having a good chiropractor like that and a good massage therapist, I go to the chiropractor probably... I mean, every time I, he rents from me in my gym, so I just walk in. I'm like, hey, you want to crack my bag? And he's like, hell yeah, let's do it. And then I'm getting massage, a two-hour massage every two weeks. Um, I have a couple great massage therapists in my gym, Kara and Taylor. They're phenomenal. Very different in what they offer, but very good, both of them. So I am very lucky to be able to have access to that. And then I'm just still working on my nutrition and my my hydration and my rest. I do struggle to sleep. So yeah, I do definitely smoke, um, smoke my THC pen before I go to sleep, um, which helps me sleep, but just winding down earlier in the day, I'm definitely a night owl. So I mean, me crawling into bed at like one or two, not abnormal at all. Um, makes it hard to get up on time, but you know, got to work on that, but improving those things, those are kind of the go-tos and the normal things that everybody should be doing. But these are my favorite things to do outside of those normal maintenance pieces. Um, when I have injuries or when I have things that are not feeling right, dry needling for me is hands down the most effective thing that I have ever encountered. Um, I mean, the way maybe I've been lucky with very good providers, but so far every physical therapist that I've worked with that has dry needled me, it has alleviated that problem almost entirely um, very, 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 very quickly. I mean, it cuts my recovery time down to probably a quarter of the time. And like, yeah, there are certain things that, I mean, I do use PEDs and things like that. So my recovery is already going to be improved, but these guys, man, the help that that dry needling process provides, what they do is they take a needle and I used to think that it just barely entered the skin. That is not true. I mean, that thing goes all the way down and it is literally contacting your nerves, which is causing that muscle to fire and then let go. So oftentimes 
when that muscle gets hurt, it tightens up and this is a way to help it release, which is going to help push blood flow and nutrients and oxygen and things like that to it, which is going to help it recover. That right there is tremendous for somebody like me being a strength athlete who has to be a little tighter. And when things go wrong, it tightens up even more. So dry needling is hands down my favorite. Um, my next favorite would probably be cupping. Um, I, you can cup yourself and that is tremendous. I mean, you can toss, you know, if you got like, let's say my hamstring right now is a little pissed off, but I also got a rib out. So I mean, you can toss something, you can toss that cup on the hamstring, drag it around for a minute, tighten it down a little bit, toss some around it. And that is going to work on that area. And then your person can go up and work on your rib or my rib. They can go up, they can cup it, work through it. They can do some, uh, some releases with that. They can go and work on the costals, do all that type of stuff while that hamstring is cooking. And then when they get done with the rib, they can let that thing sit, you know, with the cups on and things like that. And they can go back down. They can start working on that hamstring deeper. And it is a highly effective piece. Um, I take a little bit different approach when I work on some people with it. Um, I'm a little more aggressive with that. But IT bands, things like that, <laughs> your hip flexors, your glutes. I mean, you can really get a lot of relief from that cupping process. And it's all blood flow manipulation. But for me, on in addition, it kind of helps comb out and break up some of that scar tissue on the surface. So that's a very, not immediate, but it's a pretty damn quick fix. And uh, honestly, I know some people that use it for a warm-up. You know, it it loosens up the area, but it still remain, still stays tight, but it loosens it up and breaks up a little bit of that tissue. Instead of an aggressive stretching, sometimes a little bit of cupping done correctly goes a very long ways. And then the last thing that I would say that's really, really impactful for me is, uh, is scraping. You take a Graston tool. And you find that area, like your IT band, for example. Good Lord, that motherfucker hurts. But you take that piece of metal and you start running it down it, you're going to be finding gravel in there and you're going to work through that stuff. And it's a very instant feedback. Like you can feel it through the metal. You can feel it in your hand. You can feel it on the tissue itself. So if you're doing it to yourself, you can feel everything. If somebody else is doing it, they can feel it and you can feel it. And you work through that. You push some of those granules out. And again, that's going to help blood flow come to the area. It's going to pull the shit out put new oxygen and nutrients in. And that is so helpful. Now, these things might not be ideal for everybody. Um, recently, I've been interacting a lot more with people with different um, challenges that they face. Um, multiple sclerosis, cerebral palsy, obviously is something that I've worked with for like the last six years. Um, pregnancies, um, lupus, different things like that. Uh, you know, you, you don't want to talk to a professional about that, how it could, you know, let's say you get some really aggressive cupping or needling or scraping done and you're pregnant. Well, you're releasing a lot of toxins and a lot of stuff that, you know, a lot of quote unquote bad blood and you're pushing it through your system. Could that impact you positively or negatively? That's a great question to ask. Same with needling, same with cupping. If you have a, a you know, something like MS or fibromyalgia, things like that, there are things that will impact you differently just because of your body's genetic makeup or your hormonal makeup. Ask some questions. If you have some specific things like that, do a little bit of research, but dry needling, cupping and scraping slash grassing are probably the three most effective additional things that I like to use to help prevent or work through, you know, injuries, smaller injuries and things like that. But, you know, to me, 
nothing will ever beat proper nutrition, hydration, and rest. So hopefully this is helpful to you guys. I know it's been helpful for me, and I think it's something that if you guys implement correctly and you guys actually take the time to implement those, you know, everyday drills, quote unquote, like this the things that you need to be doing every day, every week, and then use this stuff in addition, I think you're going to be very, very happy with your results. You're going to spend less time injured. You're going to spend more time making improvements in the gym, and you're just going to be generally happier. So, all right, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in, tuning in to the Iron Money Podcast. We'll be coming at you again soon. Later.